Today I'm going to have my buddy on. Uh, one of the co-founders is the co-founder, if not the original concept creator and everything else with Hero Sports. Uh, we came together and created that, but you know it was all started from uh, his dream of getting uh, a softball team together and sports for veterans, and it, and it just made sense to jump on board for something like that because for me, I think that's all that made sense as well. So you guys are going to check him out on the podcast. Before we get that, we'll get to our sponsors. You guys already know. Uh, Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group is a hormone replacement program, but also a testosterone replacement program. So TRT hormones, depending on what it is you need for your blood. Uh, If you have uh, low T, which is very common, if you don't know you have low T, well, then you can go get your blood work done through them uh, anywhere in the United States, and they can ship you directly uh, the the medication you need to get yourself regulated. So I I promise you, if you're a a military guy, if you're a law enforcement guy, if you're an ex-fighter, anything that has to do with a lot of trauma, uh, traumatic events, um, overpressure from, from explosions, training, all kinds of stuff, will fuck with your testosterone. So I recommend you guys go check them out. Give them a call. Let Core Medical Group know that Rocco sent you. Beyond Clothing. Beyond Clothing is a is an outdoor expeditionary clothing. Uh, layered Systems. You guys go check them out. They have some of the best stuff on the market. I have a few of their jackets right now, and I'm telling you right now, uh, seriously, just quality. They understand what it's like to, to be in the outdoors environment and stay warm. Uh, you guys go check them out. They got a new shirt out there. It's freaking awesome. I already talked about it. I'm waiting for them to post about it before I talk too much more. But uh, check out Beyond Clothing at beyond.clothing on Instagram or beyondclothing.com. Hit up, use Rocco for a, a, you know, a 10% code. All my podcasts now, sponsorships all go into Rocco now. It makes things easier. Hit up Willie Peach Chocolates. Willie Peach Chocolates has the spice and chocolate infused. Some of them are completely mild where no spice whatsoever and some of them are fucking ridiculous and and if you like sugar and you like spice i promise you willie peach chocolate is something you need to try uh, he is a veteran owned company he makes them out of his own house i love the dude and don't forget the hot sauce we have some hot sauce out there for you go check it out you'll love it the hot sauce is, kind of reminds me of a better version of an a1 steak sauce Hit them up. Let them know Rocco sent you. GMR Gold. GMR Gold has the Bullion Box, which is a subscription-based gold, silver, precious metal uh, subscription box. Uh, You guys can get yours today. They ship it to my house. Me and the kids enjoy it. It's a good time to be able to. It's something different in our household, and I love it because it is different. It's not the same old thing all the time. So the kids anticipate the box showing up. We open it up, and whatever's in there, it's just a gift every time we get it. So it's beautiful. If you guys are interested in getting yourself your own subscription box, hit up GMR Gold or Bullion Box and use the promo code Rocco. Get yourself a little discount there. Ranger Up. Ranger Up is the, you know, the iconic military wear out there. Um, they've been around the game for so long, and I love how they focus on a lot of the jiu-jitsu side, the wrestling side of things that are pretty important to my life. You guys go check out Ranger Up. I wear the shades. The sunglasses are fucking amazing. Um 
I left him here in the office, so I've been out w- without him for a couple days, and it fucking sucks. So I'm going to grab him today. I'm going to grab my cigars. I'm going to have a good day today chilling out. You guys go check out rangerup.com. Use the promo code Rocco and uh, get yourself a little bit of a discount. Also, aircraft maintainer. I've talked about this before, and a lot of you guys are probably never going to understand this if you're not the MOS of it. But if you're an MOS uh, of an aircraft maintainer, uh, there is a program for you to get your certifications. Are you a level seven? I don't know what that means, but you'll know what it means if you're the MOS. Check out aircraftmaintainer.com, and I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you this, man. Um, the guys who own it actually give a fuck. They care about who you are. They care about what you do with your life. They care about getting out, getting you out of the military and making sure that you're successful in your career fields and getting paid what you deserve. Go check out Aircraft Maintainer. Um, it is a free program for you in the military. And if you are out of the military, there is a full 100% tuition reimbursement. Give them a call. Trust me, you won't regret it. Aircraftmaintainer.com for questions. I'm out. Get ready for the podcast, y'all. Yeah, and everything, everything good over there? Oh, man. Now I got uh, your soft whisper in my ears now. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? We're on the <laughs> Mini Rock Podcast. Do you remember that that uh, radio guy named uh, uh, Theo back in the day? Theo. Do you remember Theo from 98, uh, 92.3 The Beat? It's an L.A. thing, but he might have had it. Bro, check this out. This is funny. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Virginia Arc Podcast. I got my boy Mike Barker on right now. Happy birthday, motherfucker. Happy birthday. Appreciate uh, it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having he, me on. He is the co-founder of Hero Sports. You know, in, in my head, he's kind of the the man that that really does run the show. Um, I'm just kind of using uh, my social platform to help it grow. But, but you know, we both have the, the dream of what we want to do with it. I just uh, I wanted to bring you on here to talk more about that. But before I get to that, this Leo, this Theo motherfucker, he had this soft ass voice. He goes, "Welcome to night, night two point three, the beat, no color lines, right?" And people fall in love with this dude. <laughs> fall in love with this dude, bro. But this is before this is before um, video and shit, right? And so all yeah. of a sudden, they started coming video, and they realized this motherfucker's Asian dog. He's just an yeah. Asian. He sounded like this smooth, maybe black dude that's just yeah. like. It sounded like he was a handsome dude to all these women, right? Even my mom was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Theo, his voice is amazing." I'm like, "Mom, he's Asian, and not just Asian. Like he just—he's actually a a handsome dude. Like he's a handsome guy." But you would never would have thought it was an Asian dude when you're on ninety two point three The Beat back then. Yeah. That's like a big Hispanic hip hop kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? And so you have this Asian dude who's just like smooth cat telling everybody no color lines, bro. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. that's a smooth brother right that's there. A smooth bro. brother, bro. Oh, it's was, Jackie Jackie Chan undercover. Yeah, it kind of surprised <laughs> people, bro. But uh, what's going on, bro? I'm glad I can get you on the podcast. We, we you know, you got a crazy schedule out there with Hero Sports and what you guys are doing out there in, in San Antonio. For sure. Uh, and and so it's nice to be able to catch you on here. But, um, you know, I usually do sponsors. I'm going to cut the sponsors out. I'll do them individually later on. Just add them to this. Just because cool. I got I to gotta go by like, yeah. um, I got to go in, in, in about 40 minutes because I, I'm going to a school that does, it's a military school here in town. They want to talk to me and see what Hero Sports can do with them. Kind of connect. Nice. So, um, you know, people that are listening, you guys know, you're probably seeing right now, there's a little bit of a buzz on the social media where we're doing the, the, the Heroes Tacos, you know, yeah, and um, it's been going, bro. It's... I love it. That's awesome. Well, the cool thing about that, man, I was talking with Mac, right? And which is, you know, it's his birthday today too. 
Well, we've, uh, yeah, man. The, uh, well, you know, so, you know, I've known Max since, you know, he got injured, you know, he was a, he was a patient when, uh, when I was working at the hospital and, uh, yeah, I mean, we've shared the same birthday for eight years now, you know, nine years. So well, it's crazy. That's the crazy thing is that hero sports started off plate sales. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. And, and that's the root of it. The root of it is like, look, let me offer you something for, for something, right? Like here, I'm going to give you, you're going to give us five bucks, but we had this food donated. We're going to be serving, get serving plates for you guys. And that's the, the grassroots of what Hero Sports started was the plate sale. And people probably don't know the plate sales is big in Texas, bro. I've never heard of a plate sale in California, dog, or anywhere yeah, else. They're huge, they're huge here. Like that's how people fundraise. Yeah. Bro, we did it in the Border Patrol so many times. Yeah. So, so to know that's where Hero Sports started and just the organization started till now we're doing tacos. It's kind of this really cool thing, right? It kind of came full circle back to the grassroots of, you know what, let me fucking provide some kind of value and service for you to support right. us. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how it was at the beginning. You know, it's like, I didn't feel like I could go out and ask people to support something. Yeah. If, if I wasn't giving something back in return or, you know, showing them how we're helping veterans, you know, with the money that we're raising, you know, how do I just go and say, Hey man, you know, you know, cut us a $10,000 check because we want to do X, Y, and Z. Right. So I, felt, I felt like we had to have some sort of basis of proof that mm -hmm. we're doing what we are saying we're doing with the money that we're raising ourselves, you know, and that's, that's really how it started with barbecue plate sales, you know, here in, in San Antonio. And that's the big thing that, that I think is important, you know, that we're continuing to provide that value because, you know, I try to explain this to people like this, the veteran nonprofit space is so saturated and it's saturated because everybody wants to help the, the cause, right? Everybody has their own idea of how they're going to help the cause, whether it's through sports, whether it's through wood chiseling, whether it's through riding horses, whatever the fuck it is. But now, Something like 15 years later, 20, almost 20 years since the war started, all these veteran nonprofits have kind of spilled onto the, onto the scene. Now we have over 200-something thousand veteran nonprofits around the world. Bro, oh, there's lots that, of them. That's not oversaturated. It, it, like, I think, like, and, and it is what it is, right? Like, we kind of hurt ourselves. We kind of shot ourselves in the foot as, as a veteran community because now we have, uh, like I said, because it's oversaturated, you have $5 going to each pot. Instead of $5 million going in two pots, three pots, four pots, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Because there's yeah. other sports ones out there. You know, there is, there's a yeah. few, but like, yeah. you know what, what we do and the way we do is what we believe is best. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and I think every other organization feels that same way. You know, it's right. Know, everybody's like, you know, we're all doing it the right way. You know, you may be doing something different, but ours is the right way, you know? And yeah, I mean, we, we do shoot ourselves in the foot a lot because you know, one, you know, the veteran community is very critical of itself. And, yeah. just, you know, how did you serve? Oh, well, you didn't serve enough. You, oh, you're not combat veteran. You know, and it's just, you know, everybody's pointing the finger at everybody else. And it's like, hey, man, you know, like, let's all just band together and like help each other, you know? And you Yeah, know. it's a crazy thing where we're in the subculture of the veteran community. There's a lot of judgment in, in, in experience, right? Like guys kind of... Yeah equate more awards as uh, a more fulfilled and better service to the country. And it's like, wait a minute, bro. If you've signed the dotted line and just volunteered your time, I don't give a fuck if you were the cook, the fucking, the, 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 the doctor or the infantry guy, you served your time, yeah. right? You, you were part sure. of this, you're part of this club, right? That's yep. pretty much all it is. You're part of this club and forever, you know, we appreciate that. Yep. And, and that's kind of what it is. Well, and that's what kind of makes you hero sports unique is, 
you know, we offer programs to active duty, National Guard, reservists. So everyone currently serving and then everyone who's honorably discharged, you know, so we hit yeah. the veterans, we, you know, uh, we hit the active duty guys yeah. and, you know, all those active duty guys are going to eventually transition out and become veterans also. So, yeah. you know, why not have a home where they can already feel involved, uh, you know, once they transition and, and hero sports provides while you're on active duty and as a veteran, and we don't care how you serve or when you serve, you know, if you're a Vietnam vet, you want to go on a hunting trip or you want to go play slow pitch softball, you know, like to us, it doesn't matter. You know, to yeah. me, you know, it's like, no, that's exactly whatever, it. You know, it's like, well, let me break down something here. You know, I want to go back to when I first showed up to play on the teams, when we've been, we were messaging each other through social media, I told you I played ball. I want to come play. And then I ended up driving all the, all the way out to Houston with my kids Yep. to play in the first hero sports tournament that I was involved in. You know what I mean? Sure. And, yep. and what most people don't know is that while I got there, one of my Ranger buddies shows up and goes, bro, what are you doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> Chip, like, what the fuck are you doing here? He goes, I know Mike from way back from when I got hurt. He's part of the limb salvage team that help me try and keep my leg. And we all know Chip, Chip's a fool. So he yeah. did, he did some silly ass shit that almost compromised his leg. And, <laughs> and, and so the crazy connection yeah. between me and you, not just baseball and softball, not just trying to help veterans in the space, but all of a sudden now you are a close connection to one of my personal dear friends in combat who got injured and almost lost his leg. And that's yeah. where I started. I, I've never asked you what the fuck you did. I didn't give a fuck. Right. I just knew yeah. like, there's a veteran here trying to help those through baseball and softball, something that's a passion of mine. And I know how important this could be. That's why I want to join forces. And that's when I dug deeper into you and said, bro, what is it that you've done? And if you don't mind, can you break it down to people where, where your career started and why such the emphasis on sports? Yeah. Well, you know, I was, you know, similar to a lot of, you know, high school athletes, uh, decent athlete, you know, had uh, two offers to go to uh, college and, play football or baseball and like a dummy i chose baseball i mean i chose football and uh you know uh at the next level uh you know bigger faster stronger and i wasn't that you know and, yeah um after two years of of playing football in northern illinois i decided to leave and join the army you know and this was 1999 before september 11th you know so it wasn't even you know hey i'm gonna go you know serve my country because of the tax on september 11th you know i was you know enlisting way before you know two years before that so just looking for 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 some kind of future right like like you yeah, know what like, the military provides op options i'm going to take those options yeah like had no clue you know what i was going to do because all i knew was being an athlete you know yeah since i was five i played sports up until i was 18 19 20 and then uh try to figure it out and had no clue and you know my dad's retired army so um you know he was like well, why not the military? I was like, cool. You know, and I was, I was pre-physical therapy, uh, when I was at school, going to school for football, playing football yeah. and going to school for pre-physical therapy. So I knew that I wanted to do something medical. And, uh, so I went to the recruiter's office and they're like, we've got a uh, combat medic. And I was like, well, okay, that sounds kind of close. You know, like, what does that person do? Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, you know, they just, uh, they're like, oh yeah, you, you provide medical treatment. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sign me up. You know? So, so yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, signed up as a combat medic, um, you know, first enlistment and, um, you know, just enjoyed it, you know, but at the same time, like wanted to figure out how to do more, uh, 
2004, I got deployed um, with my unit to, to Fallujah as a combat medic. And uh, but still at that time, like, like I was proud of my service. But at the same time, like I wasn't ready to give back, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you feel like, yeah, man, like I, I did my job. You know, I'm, I'm proud to serve with these guys. But, you know, it's just when you come back home, it's just like, you know, like, cool, man. Like, you know, but I wasn't at that point where I was ready to, you know, get beyond myself yeah. and, and, and really give back. And uh, then I went to physical therapy school and uh, started working at Brook Army Medical Center in the Center for the Intrepid. and. Uh, that's where I saw the other side of war, not the, you know, 30 seconds to three minutes of saving lives yeah. side of war. I saw the seven to 10 days, you know, post-injury to three years side of war, you know, it developed these strong relationships with guys that, you know, that I was very familiar with what they had been through and now was impacting their life far beyond just saving their life, if that makes sense. Well, it's crazy, man. Because the first time I took a took a trip to to BMC to to, to visit you and to the center to intrepid and everything else, and it was um, it's 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 the side of war that you were saying that most people choose to ignore, right? Or or it's not highlighted enough for the rest of the world to to understand. Yeah. There's people talk about the trauma of, of a combat scenario, but they don't talk about the duration of time it takes for these guys to get back on their feet and ever, whether they'll ever be, be um, able to, to live a normal life again. I mean, they have, they have facilities for the families to to be there with them while they're going through physical therapy. Mike's, Mike's doing limb salvage, meaning trying to, save each limb as possible before they have to do amputations. And if they do amputation, obviously then they do fitting for, for prosthetics. And all this is done right there in BAMC. And, and some of the names that you have worked with, I mean, are guys on the teams, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, for sure. and, and, yeah. and that's, that's what blew me away. Guys like yeah. Seggy guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Guys like Mac. I mean, yeah. we've even, we've even, most people probably don't know this and I, I, we don't, go out there to talk about it for any other reason, but we were there for crispy when he had his leg amputated. That was a big for part sure. of hero sports, trying to make sure that he was getting the best service possible. And one of our guys was in the room the whole time, giving us updates on how everything was going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing, man. Like, you know, I worked there for, for nine years, uh, you know, from 2005 uh, to 2000, 2014. And, you know, from 2005 to 2008, nine, you know, the, the height of the war, uh, we were getting eight to 10 guys a day uh, coming back from, you know, uh, wartime injuries and, you know, burns, limb salvage, you know, upper extremity issues. But then at the same time, I'm treating them for their medical condition that they've, you know, suffered. You're meeting the wife, the parents, the families, the kids, you know, and uh, you you get emotionally invested, uh, not only in wanting to do a good job, but wanting them to be the best that they can for their family yeah, to live a fulfilled life, man, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was where like I started getting the idea of how can I use my talents and my past to try to, you know, help these people that I really have a strong love for, uh, in the future, you know, and, what was the first maybe event that was like the, you know, where you saw, 
okay, this might be an organization we can do. Like, like you got together maybe a flag football game or, or what was it that kind of you saw like, oh, man. So I actually participated uh, in this thing called Purple Heart Baseball, which was fell underneath another nonprofit before. And, I, you know, I knew nothing about really nonprofits other than when I was a therapist at the hospital, they would all come in and, and take our guys to go do X, Y, and Z. Um, so, I, you know, that's, that's what I knew of nonprofits from there. But, you know, I was just a healthcare provider, you know, helping guys, you know, day in and day out in, in the rehab gym. Yeah. But um, so I actually got asked to go play on this Purple Heart baseball team because they didn't have enough Purple Heart players to go and play. And uh, so they asked combat veterans. They, you know, they said, well, if you don't have a Purple Heart, we'll open it up to combat veterans. So I went and played. Um, we, we actually played in Anaheim Angel Stadium. Awesome. Uh, which was, was really dope. Uh, but then after that game, they uh, decided to fold the organization and said it was too expensive and, uh, you know, it kind of fell apart, you know. And when we came back to San Antonio, uh, me and another guy named Speedy, we're like, hey, man, we've got a good thing going here with this group of guys here locally. You know, let's figure it out, you know. And, um, you know, we started Heroes Baseball from there, you know. Yeah. It, it wasn't a nonprofit. It was just no, – That's where same, I got – Yeah group of guys you know just playing baseball uh but not as a nonprofit. uh just dudes you know helping each other you know that peer peer-to-peer mentoring through sports and baseball and uh he decided to uh take a job uh with the uso and uh and moved on and that's kind of where it became the the decision of am i going to go forward with this and make it what i think i, I could make it or is this thing just going to fold and just be another one that tried and just didn't make it, you know? And, yeah. You know, so that's where I really started kind of doing my research on the paperwork and, you know, just trying to figure it out, man. And, you know, I, I wasn't a business owner or a nonprofit starter, you know, I was just a healthcare provider. And, um, you know, that's where I filed all the paperwork and it was like, man, you know, we had baseball, softball and golf going, you know, kind of underneath, uh, what we were doing as heroes baseball. And, I was like, well, I mean, this really could just be a huge like sports organization. So, yeah. you know, so that's why I filed for Hero Sports and, you know, we were doing football, basketball, I mean, uh, uh, ba- baseball, softball and golf. And then we started basketball, volleyball. Yeah, it just, got, it just grew, bro. It just kept growing. Grew. dude. Yeah. And then it was like, hey, you know, all these different guys and girls were saying like, hey, I want to do hunting and fishing, you know? And I was like, well, I never grew up hunting and fishing, but let's figure it out. You know, and that's yeah. kind of how it's really, it's organically just evolved that people see what we do. They want to be involved in it. And they ask like, Hey, have you guys ever thought about, you know, bowling, you know, like, well, well, you, you know yeah. what I think has been the craziest integration since we started this whole thing is the MMA world kind of fully engulfing. Right. So yeah. somehow it just kind of slowly turned into, you know, connecting with it. Well, just because we're both fans of MMA, you know what I mean? For sure. And yeah. all of a sudden, like one connection, one call, one person, one, and it grows into, now we have relationships with Justin Gahey. Like we've sparred with the dude. You know what I yeah. mean? This yeah, is you don't want Bro, he ain't ready. He ain't ready. <laughs> right. I gave, I was only giving 5%, bro. I didn't yeah, want to hurt the dude, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's all good, man. Justin, I know you're going to hear this one day. I'll make, so. I'll make sure yeah. I post all the highlights because I, I cut out all the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it was crazy. We uh, we did a celebrity uh, softball game out in New Jersey uh, with Frankie Edgar, Corey Anderson, Justin yep. Gagey, uh, Nick Catone, 
Marlon Moraes, uh, Edson Barbosa, um, the Frazier brothers, you know, yeah. that was our really like first heroes baseball event, uh, yeah. you know, outside of Texas. And, uh, just from there, you know, we just developed that friendship and yeah. mutual respect for what, you, what each other does. And, you know, now they come hunting and, you know, Justin was, uh, the, you know, our guest speaker at our banquet dinner this year here in Texas, yeah. you know, so, you know, they're very, um, very supportive, man. And, and very, you know, let us know what we can do to help, you know, and that, I think cool. that's what the awesome part is, is yeah, you know, well, they, they take their time outside of training, fighting sponsors, all that stuff. And they use their own personal money and time to come invest in what we're doing. And I think that's the awesomest part. Well, bro, the crazy thing about it all is that I think they understand the similarities between us veterans who've, who've served in war and also struggle with transition. A professional athlete goes through very similar struggles in leaving sports or, or, or transitioning. Uh, Justin was a, was, a, was a major player in the wrestling game and then transitioning into MMA. And also, you know, as some people say, that's not a war. Well, when they're in there fighting, there's, there's, a, there's a part of that soul that is like willingness to die in the ring. You have to, you, you know, there's a risk of that. And so the guys who do that to me, I think they understand like, and I think they probably more appreciate guys who've served because they're like, man, I know what that, I, I, I don't know what it's like, but I appreciate the mindset of saying, hey, I'm willing to die today. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's that same feeling when you're out on patrol, you know, like that butt pucker, like nervous, yep. whatever, like they've talked to me about that, you know, walking into the ring, you know, like, you know, they, it's that like, I'm about to sh shit my pants type Bro, of feel, you know, I've, like, I've written you know? that the same feeling of about to kick in a door is the same feeling about stepping in a ring. It's the same. And I've done them both. And then I've done them yep. both. And like, and like, obviously not a professional level, right? But enough that like, dude, if I'm going to step in the ring with a dude at an Army Combatives Tournament who's made it to the freaking final rounds, this dude can fight, I, I, here we go. Yeah, you know, and you're sure. sitting there like, what the fuck am I doing? And then at one point, ding, 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 you go. And same in combat, you're like, well, this might be where I get kicked and shot in the face. Fuck it. Boom. And you kick yeah. in the door. And it's this weird. And I think that's why the, the parallel is there. And that's why I think they connect with just the communication between us and them. It's just, it's really comfortable dialogue, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, just now, like, you know, you know I, I, when I, I went to New Jersey when Corey's, you know, son was just born, you know, and uh, was out there for an event, you know, and drove to his house, you know, to hold his son for the first time, you know, and it's just, yeah, we, now you're involved yeah. in the family. Well, dude, my yeah, kids call sure. you Uncle Mike, right? You know, know. what I'm saying? like, yeah. it's yeah, all it's family crazy, now. Man. Well, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, you guys listening right now, nonprofits are fucking hard to run. Right. And is, and, and like I said, it's saturated and everybody has what they believe is the right way. And this is the answer for us, right? I'm not going to tell you there's not other answers out there. If you like riding horses, obviously our organization won't be able to provide it to the full extent. Yeah. But our organization is here to provide sports because coming from me and you, we both know how important sports is. Sports is nothing but a team thing. Getting out of the military with community is a team thing. You know what I mean? And, and so we're able to kind of create that. And you, you, you will never realize who you're helping until one day they speak up. Just recently, we had a post from um, the Utah team. And one of the guys said like, man, I hadn't done anything physical in a long time. Like pretty much the softball team in Utah, we all know essentially saved this guy's life. 100%. And that is what drives us. You know what I mean? I know you've gotten over and over and over. And I know there's times we've stepped out of our way to help guys, whether it's 
in many capacities. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Well, I think what happens too is, and I think the unique about team sports is, is the issues that veterans face now come up a lot sooner because they feel comfortable sharing a part of that team, you know, where if I was just a normal veteran struggling through my daily life and I don't have that comfortableness of being able to share, you know, maybe I do end up as a, as another suicide victim, you know, or I do, you know, choose to do something else besides ask for the help, you know? And I think that's where the family aspect of what we've created uh, is able to be shared a lot sooner because they feel comfortable with the team and sharing that struggle and, yeah. and we're able to help a lot faster, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, because, because yeah. already, already several of those walls are down. For sure. You and know, and it's crazy. Good. I showed up at the team, bro. Like, look, I hadn't played, I played in like two, two games because it's just life in LA, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I show up, dude. It's like, as if I've been there the whole time, no one treats me different. No one like, like what do you, what position? I'm like, let me, I'll play shortstop, whatever. And and we all play like a team, bro. I don't know half these motherfuckers names those days because I, I just showed up, but we're all yeah. laughing and joking with each other. Like it's fucking been years. We've been playing on the same team. It's yeah. a fucking gorgeous thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, and that's why heroes tacos. Remember I had that conversation with you. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> it is hard to raise money and it's hard to always ask for money. And so sure. there's a lot of things that go on my mind and why I decided I wanted to, and why we decided like, we're going to go forward with the fucking heroes tacos is because you know what? We are now going to go back to the roots of what hero sports was. We're going to freaking provide a value to you for you to donate money to us. We're going to cook the food, serve you, fill up your bellies. And then, you know, in return, we ask you just pay for those tacos. All those donations go straight to hero sports from, from Utah to, to, to the Texas team. And hopefully we can expand throughout the rest of the freaking United States and just continue to help more veterans through sports. Something, there's something profound about sports and veterans in the community, I think is, is one of the most important things, but getting guys involved and getting them out of their house has been, I think one of the, one of the most successful tools to what we've done. Yeah. Well, and the thing, the great thing about sports is, is it's relatable to everyone. You know, either you, you played sports, you have kids who play sports or you watch sports on TV, you know? So it's, you know, when you go out and say, Hey man, we were able to get this guy out of the house, get him active. He was struggling. He shared his struggle. We were able to help him. And now he's back playing in the, on the team again and he's doing better. You know, people can relate to that because they see it on TV. You know, they see it with professional athletes, you know, they get, they get in trouble or they have a, you know, they get in a slump, you know, and they work their way out of it, you know, and now they're back playing better. Same thing happens with the veterans on these teams, you know, and And you don't have to be great. Right. Like, like these guys think you have to be great. Like, fuck no, dude, I'm half the time I'm on the field laughing at myself for fucking up. You know what I mean? Like the other day, I mean, mostly for striking out. I've never struck out. That's never <laughs> happened. But let's no. just go on the record. Says, no, dude, but I made three errors in one game, in one fucking inning, bro. And I was wow. like, dude, after the first one, I got pissed. I'm like, fuck, you know? And then the second one, I'm like, all right, you suck. You just suck today, you know? And the third one, I'm like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, what, why am I getting stressed out? We're having fun out here. All the dudes are having a good time. I don't want to stress no one out. Like, fuck it, dude. It's all good. Yeah. You know, we go up there. We got our asses kicked like 25 to two. But you know, those two fucking runs, dude, we were cheering like motherfucker, like good, dude, we got something on the board, you know? Yeah. It wasn't about the game. It was never about the game. It was about the time yeah. we took together. Oh. Super fucking I, important, man. Well, that's why I tell people too, is like, you, you, regardless of what happens during the game, you won because you showed up. You showed up. You know, you, before the game, every first pitch, first bat, whatever, you won because you showed up and you were a part of the team, you know? 
if people kind of had that mentality more of, you know, if I show up, I'm winning. That's all it is, dude. You, know? yeah. you show up to a fight, bro. Like the guys who show up just for jujitsu, guys who show up for just for sparring, you win. Guys who show up, the, my kids, when they show up just to wrestle, they won. They just showed yeah. the fuck up. The veterans who get out of their fucking house and show up to a softball game, they fucking won. That is a fucking victory, dude. That's sure. a victory that they, that they can take with them forever and they can continue to go, man. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. I'm going to have to yeah. cut out of here soon, man. Tell the guys, tell everyone listening where they can find you, where they can donate, where they can support. Yeah, so uh, you know we have uh, Hero Sports, uh, our main page on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, HeroSports.org is the organization's uh, website. Uh, but then we have you know subgroups in different cities. We got you know yep. Utah, Dallas, Houston, Austin, Hawaii. We, we've got a, a softball tournament and golf tournament coming up next month. Louisiana, we have a team in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah uh, and look, got, if you guys uh, are. Yeah, let me say real quick, if you guys are interested in being involved in helping helping out or starting a program near you, feel free to hit us up. We're looking for people who want to manage and control. We we don't have the we don't have the 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 will the manpower to do it. So if someone is in, say you're in New York and you want to start a team and you have a team of 15 veterans that want to play softball, we can definitely help, right? And what we want from you is to just make sure someone is managing and facilitating the team and, and, and taking control. If you can take control of the team and you want to run a, a hero sports team, the next thing we do is we try and find donations to help support financially funding that season. From there, we're going to continue to grow it. The other reason why we did the tacos thing is to hopefully do that as well. If we can expand the tacos from Utah to San Antonio next and see how we can get it going, have someone facilitate and run that, and then to continue and so on and so forth. We're yeah. trying to figure that out. But yeah, if you're in any city you're out there, if you guys want to be a part of Hero Sports, you can be. You, we just need someone to manage and facilitate each city. Yeah, and that, that was the main thing is, is you know, my, my vision for it was community-based programs. You know, it's, it's hard for an organization based in Texas to run all of the events wherever in, a, in another state. So, you know, community-based programs where people can be involved all the time. Uh, through sports, through hunting and fishing, through recreational activities such as concerts and sporting events. You know, if you do that in your own community where you live, you build that family that you need to lean on when you struggle. You know, I think that, I think the only way you're really helping veterans uh, through 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 difficult times is being able to touch them. If I can put sure. my hand on their shoulder, that's the guy I know I can fucking help. That's the person I can check and evaluate every fucking day and say, you know what? He's having a rough day. I can see it. It's not the guy for me here in Utah in California. It's not the guy here in Utah for fucking New York. It's the guy that I can actually touch and feel. I'm like, you know what? I see something different. There's something wrong. Those are the people we can help. And that's kind of like the ripple effect of, of help we can do is your small teams. That's your fucking circle. Those are the people you can connect with and you can save. From there on, it just kind of reaches outward. Yeah, it becomes your, uh, like you, basically your QRF team. Yeah. You know? And uh, you, you, we've you seen it there. We've yeah. seen it in San Antonio. We've seen it here in Utah already, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, man. And that's the thing, man, is, you know, it's very relatable to what you do in a deployed environment through sports and a, a, a family unit back here through hero sports. And uh, you know, it, it's saving lives, man. That, that's that's you know, it. That's, you know, all that's it what is. it was. That's what it was for me. You know, it's like, I can rehab you from, you know, laying in a hospital bed to back on your feet, playing sports again. But beyond that, you know, the emotional, the mental struggle that you have, you know, we can help you through that as well. You know, because a lot of us have been through it. And if you show up, I I can tell when you're struggling. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like you show up, I can tell you right now, like, you know what, let's, let's take homeboy, let's check on him because he's not looking too good. 
Or, or if you don't show up, you don't show up two two games in a row. Like, hey, motherfucker, fuck you. Yeah. Get your ass yeah. out here, obviously, because yeah. we all need this, but we know you need it. And the fact that you're not showing up, that's Absolutely. a checks and balances, bro. That's straight up. Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, man, so-and-so hasn't made it for two games. Who's checked on them? You know, who's called them? Who's yep. seen them? You know, it's like, oh, nobody. Oh. Get yep. on the phone, let's pull man. them out. Let's pull yeah. them out. Pull them out of the yeah. fucking hole, dude. Yeah, so. Well, fucking hey, man. We're gonna do it again. Let's try and jump on another one next week if you want, bro. I want to talk more on this. Yeah, man. Let me know. All right, brother. Take care. Love you, man. All right, love you too, bro. I did it.